Hello, welcome back to another episode of Nobody Is Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I am a writer, self-awareness guide, human who is perpetually uncertain. (laughs) Um, And today's episode is actually very much about uncertainty and just the human experience of being uncertain because I'm going to be talking about pivoting, Um, especially this time of year. I think this is probably something that's coming up for a lot of people. Um, But before we get started, for anyone who doesn't know, I offer one-to-one sessions. If you're interested in talking about these topics in more detail, if you have something that you're kind of struggling with right now and need a different perspective on or some clarity, I'm not a therapist at all or anything like that, but um, I know a lot of people value having my specific perspective based on the type of uh, topics I talk about and the way I see the world. So if you're interested in that, you can reach out to me on my website, katerinawrites.com. Um, I also write some books that you can find on there. Um, I write nonfiction. I just re-uploaded my fiction books because I like fiction as well. That's how I first began processing a lot of my, you know, personal growth, emotional growth through fictional characters. And that's why I love reading fiction as well. Um, But yeah, for any of that, you can check out my website. I also have a newsletter if you want to sign up for that. Um, Yeah. Also, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on TikTok if you don't already. <laughs> I feel like I never really plug my socials, even though my TikTok and my Instagram are like my bigger platforms, I guess. Um, but yeah, reach out there if you're interested. But let's get into this. Pivoting is something that I find myself constantly having to do. And usually for me, it only happens or I only realize that it's time to pivot when I find myself drifting or find that I have drifted far from shore. And what I mean by that is, this is actually a metaphor I was using with a friend of mine today because I was exploring this concept with her. My friends and I, we sometimes like, we'll send voice memos back and forth, just talking out stuff that's in our heads, which I love. I would recommend that to anybody. I also talk about this with my therapist as well, and I still have to book a a session with her. Um, But something I realized about myself and a lot of my experience, and that I'm sure other people deal with as well, is that sometimes I find myself like, I get caught up in the tide, you know, I get caught up in the waves of things. And I love looking at things as, you know, like metaphors with water um, because I find like it's really applicable. And I also love listening to Alan Watts talk about the concept of water and all that stuff. But for me, I find that if I'm really preoccupied, if I'm really focusing on something, and I'm really invested in it, I can find myself drifting away from my initial intention or my initial intuitive desire. And for as a people pleaser, and I think this applies to a lot of people pleasers as well, as a people pleaser, I gravitate towards the things that I am getting feedback on that are making other people happy. And I do this I do this out of like a good place, I think. I do it because I'm seeing that I'm providing value in some way and I want to keep providing value to people because I care about people and uh and so I if I notice that somebody is is receiving something that I do well and it's really helping them I will lean into that and that's kind of what's happened with my whole TikTok journey so this is kind of like a recap episode of the past year because I started TikTok about a year ago and it's definitely changed the way I see myself Um, very much how I see myself and what I'm capable of and also changed the trajectory of my creative career in many different ways. But um, just as like a recap, if you don't know, I started TikTok a year ago. 
I started it because I basically just wanted to find a way to get more people to look at my writing. And for a long time before that, I didn't think I was capable of public speaking or articulating myself well through speaking videos or anything like that. So I held myself back a lot. I kind of only limited myself to writing. And that meant that I was not allowing myself to be seen by many more people. And being seen is one of my biggest wounds. I, I need to be seen. I, I, when I feel unseen, it's very painful. So ironically, I was holding myself back from being seen. I was kind of the conductor of my own misery, as I'm sure many of us are at times. And it was only when I felt the resistance build up of, okay, I have to put myself out there. I have to post things. I have to do that. When I pushed through that resistance, I realized that, oh, okay, it was through that. It was on the other side of that resistance where my next, the, the next level of who I am was, right? So my identity had to change for me to push through that resistance. And it did. I became somebody who was good at articulating herself verbally. I became a public quote unquote speaker. I gained a way bigger audience by putting my thoughts and experiences out into the world in a way that was more vulnerable, but it wasn't really vulnerable in, in the way that I thought it was going to be. Some people listen to what I say and they think, oh, thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing your experiences. To me, it doesn't feel vulnerable, oddly enough. It feels like exactly what I've been needing to do. But again, because I was holding myself back for so long, I guess I convinced myself it was vulnerable, but and to other people, it might seem vulnerable, the stuff I talk about. But to me, it feels very natural. Like, it just felt right. But again, I was just holding myself back for a long time. So a year ago, I decided, like, okay, cat, we're done. We're not holding ourselves back anymore. Like, let's just put out a video. And if people see it, they see it. If they don't, they don't. It's not a big deal. And that was my first official, like, TikTok video. I had done a few before, primarily about writing, but nothing of me speaking to the camera, right? It was more like trend type stuff. So this was me just speaking like raw and authentically to the camera about being 30 and how that doesn't mean you're old, that things change. And that video blew up and kind of opened up my mind and my awareness to the possibilities of where I can take myself, my creativity, what I'm capable of. And it was such a pivotal moment for me. It was so important that I did that and rolled with it. Like I followed that, right? Because I could have done that. I could have had it blow up. I could have... Um, seen some people comment mean things some people did you know talking a woman talking about being 30 a lot of men were in the comments saying some crazy stuff I could have seen all that and decided like oh I can't handle this so I'm not going to do it again but I was like you know what no this feels right this feels aligned and authentic and it just kind of everything clicked into place so I realized at that moment I'm like oh this is how this is me having to pivot I have to pivot my belief of myself I have to pivot the direction of where I wanted to go with things because the way I was trying to, what I was trying to do at that point was lean more into my creative writing, like my fiction writing, which I still do, but I haven't done it as much since then. But that was my initial goal because for a long time before that, I was doing copywriting and that didn't really satisfy me in the same way. Obviously it gave me money because everybody needs copywriters and that's great. It's a very valuable skill and career to have. But I realized like I hadn't truly given myself the opportunity to lean into my creativity like properly and just like unabashedly just fully be in it you know and I knew at that moment like oh the fact that I'm getting such a good rece reception from the universe in a sense means that this I have to lean into this I have to and so I did and throughout the months I gained more followers and people really um finding value in what I was saying and were relating to what I was saying in my experiences and it was resonating with them. It was helping them process things that they didn't know they needed to process. Some people that were going through breakups and my topics on or my videos on the topic of relationships was really helpful to them. I love that. 
And for a long time, I didn't really know where I was going to go with that. Like I kind of wanted to do more writing, but I, I was really like enjoying and indulging in the in the creation of videos because I'd never really done it before. And I'm I'm just a creative person at heart. I love making things and being creative and, and conceptualizing things and, you know, planning. Like I love that stuff. And so I was really enjoying making videos and just putting myself out there and having my little setup and, you know, coming up with cool ideas to talk about and, and awarenesses that I had that I couldn't talk about with anybody else in my life. I was sharing with an audience online who like really understood it and got it. It was great. And, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do with that. I just knew like I was gaining an audience and that's amazing. And that is truly the first step to any sort of creative career. You have to just get eyes on you. And the rest kind of falls into place, um, which is kind of what happened with me, right? A uh, couple of months in, got like, maybe I was around like 50K followers at that point on TikTok. There was somebody that was reaching out to me a lot saying like, please offer one-to-one sessions, please offer one-to-one sessions. I wasn't thinking of doing that. I wasn't planning on doing one-to-one sessions. I'm, again, I always say I'm not a therapist. I'm not trying to be a therapist. I value therapy. I think therapists are amazing. I love what they do. Um, therapy has been a big part of my own emotional growth journey but that's not what I'm doing right I'm not here to I don't you know initially my intention is not to fix people by you know catering myself fully to them my goal and intention is to help people feel seen in the way that I often feel like I'm being unseen I want other people to feel seen like how I would want to be seen or how I've always wanted to be seen in my life right that's my true intuitive desire and um, therapy, therapy does that, of course. But the, you know, for me, therapy, the point of it was not to, to necessarily feel seen, but to do the work. And that's great. And I, you know, and I think that can be done in so many different ways. But when I f- was first starting out on TikTok and getting gaining my audience, my goal was not to be a coach. It was not to be a therapist. It was not to be somebody that's there to tell you what to do and how to do it. Um, but I was getting a lot of interest in the services, I in, in those kinds of services. People wanted to talk to me about this stuff and get my opinion on things. And that's great. And I love that. And I started working with this person that kept asking me for it. And I had a few other people ask me as well, but she kind of was pushing me to it, which is like almost like, a again, a sign from the universe, I guess. And so I did it. And I realized like, wow, okay, like I can really help people feel seen. I can give my perspective in a more direct way, specific to what they are going through. Right, we can actually have like a proper conversation and I can give my objective point of view. And what I like about that uh, compared to therapy is that you're talking to me. Like I, Kat, am giving you my perspective in the way I would give a friend my perspective, right? But, you know, more objectively because I don't really know you. And I love that. I love being able to help people figure that stuff out and to see it from a different point of view. Um, So I started doing that and it was great and people liked it and I enjoyed it. And then... I kept making videos. I had more that kind of uh, blew up, which was great, gaining more of an audience. I was getting more comfortable and confident in my ability to make videos and to speak about topics that maybe might be a little bit uncomfortable at times, but, you know, I just was getting more comfortable with it. And then um, by the summer, more and more people were booking me for one-to-one calls. Um, and it was it was really fun and interesting. To, like, And I liked the idea of people desiring to to speak with me. Like, that felt really good. And it also felt good to hear feedback from people saying, oh, this was such a great conversation. This really helped me see things differently. This really, I love that. That's amazing. That's exactly what I want. However, after that point, after maybe July and onwards, I started slowly 
I guess, I don't know if it was just like the algorithm, my own, you know, ego maybe pushing me. I was being pushed more and more toward um, the coaching, like the coaching realm online, right? Coaches, whatever. Because I wanted to be, if people are going to speak to me and book with me, I want to be somebody who knows how to speak and communicate with people. However, ironically, what I now in retrospect realize is that the people are speaking to me because of how I speak and who I am, not because I am uh, forming myself to be this ideal coach or this, you know, whatever. But again, because of my people pleaser tendencies, which are like, I, I've improved them so much in my life. And yet they're so insidious that sometimes I don't even notice that it's people pleasing. You know, it can get so tricky. And I'm sure so many other people struggle with this. You might not even notice your people pleasing. You might even think that this is actually what you want. You might gaslight yourself into thinking this is what you want, which is often what I do. I gaslight myself. And that, again, goes back to my childhood. Um, being unseen by my caregivers was often also then led, often also le- then led to being gaslit of my experience, right? Being told what I should feel or how I'm feeling or what I want, what I don't want. And now I do that to myself. I gaslight myself at times. But it's very much rooted in the fact that I'm getting external feedback in a certain direction and I'm like, okay, so maybe that is what I should be doing. Maybe that is actually what I wanted to do from the very beginning. But, and then like losing sight of my initial intentions, right? So since then, I've been kind of sliding down this slope of that kind of um, realm. And again, there's nothing wrong with coaching and all that stuff. I love that. And I think there's some people that are really good at it. They love being teachers. They love telling people like, hey, this is what you got to do. And they're they're so confident in it. And I love that. But that's not me necessarily. Like, yeah, I'm very confident in what I know can work for people because it's worked for me. But I'm, I'm leading all of the content and art I create from myself. This is me. This is what I've done. And this is how I think it could help you if you relate to me. I am kind of a mirror for you. I am not your, your coach. I am not your leader. I am your mirror. We are the same, you know? And so when I was kind of falling more and more into this idea of coaching and all that stuff, which again, I, I don't ever want to brand myself as a coach. I haven't. But when I was kind of getting more and more into it, because I just felt like the natural progression, you know, and, and, and people around me were also telling me to do that. People were like, so I was kind of getting fed this constantly, which is another reason why I think this is in parentheses. When you're working on things, when you have projects going on, don't talk about it with anybody. Don't allow anybody to give their feedback to you. Make silent moves. This is a lesson I've I've learned in the past. I have to learn it again, apparently. But it's hard sometimes to avoid people's opinions because they kind of just throw them at you without asking if you want them, right? You have to be you have to get good at dodging them, which is something I have to practice as well. But all these people are offering opinions. I'm getting opinions online. I'm, people are responding well. I'm seeing online, like I'm getting fed more people on social media that are coaches, like on my For You page or on my Instagram feed. So I'm kind of like being, I'm being convinced. And it again, it was a slow, insidious process and it drifted me away from my shoreline. Like I envisioned myself like in a dinghy, in like a little inflatable boat by the shoreline, just hanging out. You know, this is me in the beginning of 2022, hanging out, seeing the shoreline, but also seeing the water, like enjoying it, allowing myself to paddle around a little bit. And then now at this point, I feel like in this metaphor, like I'm looking around, I'm in this dinghy and I'm in the middle of the ocean and there's no shoreline to be seen. And it creates this like feeling of panic. And I'm sure other people have experienced this as well. 
but there's this feeling of panic because this is a moment of uh, this is a pivoting moment this is where the pivot needs to happen and so after realizing that okay cat you've kind of diverted a lot from what your initial intention was or who you initially intended to be as a person and who you are in a sense right because you are what you want to be you, you are it right now in the moment you just have to like step into the actions of it all that stuff um okay you've you've moved away from that a lot and now you have to kind of find your way back and that's scary and it's uncomfortable because if you are slowly progressing in one direction because you think this is the direction I should go in because I'm giving all I'm getting all these signs from people and this feedback and people are pushing me in this direction to take many steps back and reevaluate and realign is scary because you're like wow I'm not making progress like I thought I was making progress this whole time and now I have to step all the way back and redirect myself and it'll feel like I'm starting from the beginning or it'll feel like I have to abandon everything because again if you're somebody like me who has this all or nothing thinking in moments like this you might then think okay so I have to abandon this this is I'm done with this now I have to do something different like it's scary it's like jumping ship right within this metaphor of being in the middle of the ocean in a small dinghy you feel like I gotta I gotta jump ship I gotta swim back to shore but that's not gonna save you that's going to make you drown which is kind of what I'm experiencing right now and I'm I've experienced it in the past before because I now realize like this is this is the moment not to jump ship not to try and swim to shore with all your might and throw everything that you can into it to figure out no this is a moment of pivoting of figuring out like okay accepting okay we've drifted a little bit too far from shore this is scary and you know we don't want to stay out here for too long so how are we going to find our way back what direction do we have to go in right now? What, where is our compass? You know, finding those those cues and keys toward redirecting yourself back to shore. What your shore is. That's the moment I'm in right now, and that's the moment I've been in in the past. And I'm trying to really change the way I respond in this moment. And I'm catching it right now as it's happening. In the past, I haven't caught it as it was happening. I've I've jumped ship, <laughs> and that does not lead me to anything good. It leads me to feeling like I'm starting from square one again because I'm not giving myself the ability to just redirect and realign. I'm feeling like I have to just start from the from scratch. And that's not at all what has to happen. Life is about redirection. It's about realignment. It's about accepting like, okay, yeah, we are not exactly where we want to be. We, we went, we veered off path a bit, but that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean you have to like jump off a cliff. You don't have to jump out of the boat. You just take a few steps back you have to figure out your plan and that's where I'm at right now and I'm trying to understand what that means for me and I'm realizing how painful this process of pivoting is because it means you have to re you have to reevaluate who you think you've been you've been trying to become this entire time I'm realizing that the person I've been leading myself to becoming is not exactly who I want to be Parts of it, yeah, I love talking to people. I love having those conversations. I love helping people by through my perspective. But to swing to the side of coaching or anything that's super heavily associated to coaching, that's not right for me. So I have to find myself back to that middle ground of, okay, I like these qualities. I like these qualities of it. I like this thing. So it's making me question a lot of stuff because again, it feels like you're you're now having to stop making progress. But even if you're the progress you're making is not really aligned to progress. So either way, even if I were to continue down this path, or if you were to continue down the path of whatever path you were on before you felt this pivot, 
it wouldn't be aligned with you. So you'd have to jump back anyway. So I'm realizing now that this is so vital in the experience of life. It's so important to recognize these pivotal moments, these moments of pivoting, and yeah, accept that they're painful because you have to completely strip down everything that you've been building up about yourself this whole time. And you're not starting from scratch because that's what it might feel like. It feels like you're going right back to the bottom. You're not. You're falling down a couple of levels, but those le- that level that you're landing on is way higher than when you were before, right? Because for me in my head, you know, in my anxious mind, in my perfectionist mind, my ego, in my head now, it's saying you have to, f- you have to jump back to the beginning now. And the- even if I were to jump back a few steps, the beginning or like the square one wouldn't be the same anymore. Square one would be I don't have any followers online. I don't have any community. I have nothing. But that's not what I'm falling back on. I do have a community still. I have people that are still aligned with me. So you're not really starting from the square one, even though it feels that way because it is like it feels like a little death, like an ego death, because you have to now question this new identity that you've been building up which at times is probably rooted in other people's expectations. And again, it's insidious. It happens slowly. You don't see it until you look in the mirror, this metaphorical mirror, and realize like, oh, wow, this is not the kind of person I want to be. This is not at all aligned with me. And if I continue down this path, it's going to just get worse. It's going to be even more unaligned. So that's where I'm at right now. That's what I want to share with anybody else who feels like they are also in this pivotal moment at the end of the year, and I think this happens to so many of us at this time of year, where you look back at the year before and think, okay, am I happy with how things have progressed? Am I happy with where I'm at right now? And if I'm not, if I'm not feeling totally content, um, why? Like, what is it exactly? And trying to really pinpoint that specific thing that feels unaligned. It doesn't have to be all of it, even though it might feel like you have to assume it's everything. Like, I have to just abandon everything. I have to just disappear and you know abandon my friends and family and start fresh no there are probably parts of your life right now that are aligned but they're being clouded by the parts that aren't because those feel heavier they feel darker get clear on what those dark ones are so that you can really like pluck them out so that you can then realign in accordance with who you actually want to be what is actually aligned with you and it's not easy because again it probably felt good for a little while to lean into this identity that was being put on you by external circumstances or external forces. And now you have to say, wait a minute, no, I don't want to do that. And that could feel a bit like a like a rejection. It feels like you are choosing to not go with what others want, which would mean that others don't like you, you know, that people-pleasing part of it. It's scary. It's painful. It's uncomfortable. But it's necessary. It's so important because otherwise you're just going to end up doing the thing of living a life that's not for you but for other people and is that really a life that you want to live any of us you know and and another thing to remember that I also have to remind myself is that this all of this any growth any progress any achievement is a slow process it's slow and steady it especially if you're already struggling with childhood wounds or like insecurities anything that's like been holding you back for a long time these things will constantly come up and they will be blocks in your path and you will have to navigate them. And that's not easy. It's not quick. Sure, some people don't have any of these struggles. Some people are, are very like secure. And so they can breeze through processes that might take longer for the rest of us. 
But for those of us who it does take longer for, it doesn't benefit us to look at other people who, who are breezing through all of this. Don't look at them. Don't worry about them. Focus on you. You need a little bit longer and that's okay. But the fact that you recognize you need longer is beneficial to you because it will give you the time to really cultivate what's right for you. And that includes moments of pivoting recognizing that, oh, this is a, a little block here and it's been leading me down this weird path. I need to pivot. And pivoting is going to be uncomfortable. You know, it, it feels like you're not doing the right thing, that you've been wrong this whole time, but you haven't been. It's just what happens. It's just natural to recognize that, oh, and I veered off path a little bit. Let me get right back on it. It happens. And so I'm trying to remind myself of this. I hope that this was a good reminder for anybody else who needs it because I'm sure so many of us struggle with this. And it's so uncomfortable and I'm sure it happens over and over again. And it feels it, it feels so frustrating because you think, okay, see, I'm, okay, so I know now that this is what I need to do and I'm never going to let this happen again. And then it happens again because, of course it does, because you're human. And we have a baseline of experiences that we're trying to change, but that takes time. So yeah, you fall back to your baseline and it is what it is. But as you c- continue down your personal growth you become more and more aware of when it happens and you can actually see it now objectively rather than be blind to it. And I think that in itself is the best kind of progress. Like you've made progress simply because you are aware and that's really what matters the most. You know, just being aware and then taking the necessary steps to change slowly. So yeah, I hope this was an interesting and helpful episode. Um, yeah, I don't really know what's going to change on my end with things. I... I feel like I've lost a bit of my creativity when it comes to the work I do. Not that I don't enjoy making videos, I totally do, but I've lost other aspects of my creativity. I have lost my creative writing. I want to lean back into that a little bit. So I don't know what that's gonna mean for me. Maybe it means um, having, I don't know, like a paid um, like, a, like a paid newsletter or something that allows me to to merge my creative writing with also my income and not necessarily heavily leaning on one-to-one sessions because again I love them they're so enjoyable for me but again I'm an introvert my energy gets drained easily with people right even though I love it I feel great after a session because I learned so much and I get to connect with somebody and I love connection but it also drains me so I have to be very um, selective of how often I do that because I also want energy for other things right and after I like had my most like my busiest month which was in July after that month, I was like really burnt out. And I was like, I, I look back now and I realize like, that's probably not a sustainable life for me. I can't sustain that because I will be burnt out all the time. And then I won't be able to give people the best kind of one-to-one call because I, I, I won't be functioning from a place of feeling rested, you know? So yeah, keep an eye out on what I'm doing, I guess. Um, seeing what, you know, what I come up with um and also you know feel free to let me know let me know what would help you the most what you would find the most valuable um yeah I just want to reconnect with my creativity I want to reconnect with what is intuitively aligned for me outside of the perspective of other people and the opinions of others and that means now I have to make silent moves not silent to my following because obviously I tell I tell people that I that follow me online everything pretty much (laughs) I've been vulnerable and open about so many things in my life and I love that but I mean people close to me I think those are the people to not be always sharing every aspect of your journey with because it leaves you open and susceptible 
to their opinions, which you will absorb because you are in a vulnerable time, right? That growth period is very vulnerable. Um, it is a formative period. So if you, whatever's around you, you're going to absorb it. So um, yeah, uh, again, I hope this was informative. I hope it was helpful. Uh, if you can leave a rating and review on this podcast, I would really appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, give me a follow. And yeah, I will be back again with the next episode.